We live in a very mobile world. Everyone is in a hurry to get somewhere. Throughout Scripture, God often taught people the greatest lessons along the journey. Today, we continue with Scott Pauley, our study through the great journeys of the Bible. Our prayer is that you will rediscover the adventure of walking with God. There's perhaps nothing more frustrating in traveling than finding out after you've gone a long distance that all the while you've been going the wrong direction. <laughs> and how much worse to do it intentionally. We've come now in our study of the great journeys of the Bible to Jonah's journey. In Jonah chapter 1 verse 1, the Bible says, Now the word of the Lord came unto Jonah the son of Amittai, saying, Arise, go to Nineveh, that great city, and cry against it, for their wickedness is come up before me. So Jonah rose up and did exactly what God told him to do. <laughs> no, that's not how the story ends. In fact, it says in verse 3, But Jonah rose up to flee unto Tarshish from the presence of the Lord and went down to Joppa, and he found a ship going to Tarshish. So he paid the fare thereof and went down into it to go with them into Tarshish from the presence of the Lord. Now, let me just tell you right at the onset, this is not geographical, this is spiritual. Somebody said, he didn't go to Nineveh, he went to Tarshish. Actually, he didn't go to the will of God, he went away from the presence of the Lord. The Holy Spirit is very careful to give us this insight in verse number 3, because the Bible says that Jonah rose up to flee to Tarshish, here's the operative phrase, from the presence of the Lord. In fact, the phrase is used three times. It's used the beginning and the end of verse 3, from the presence of the Lord. And it's used again in verse number 10 when he finally tells the, the sailors, the mariners on board the, the ship in the midst of the storm what he's done. The Bible says that the men knew that he fled from the presence of the Lord because he had told them. So this was not accidental. This was intentional. In fact, Jonah has to confess it. He has to literally say, fellas, I'm running from God. I'm running from the presence of the Lord. I'm going to say something, and when I do, I want you to think, what is the very next thing that pops into your mind? Ready? Here we go. Jonah and, almost without exception, people say the whale or the fish. But actually, the book of Jonah is not about a fish. Jonah is mentioned 18 times in this short little account. The fish is used four times, but God is... God is mentioned 31 times. I submit to you, the book of Jonah is about Jonah and God. All of life is about you and God. It's not about you and your family. It's not about you and your occupation. It's not about you and your school. It's not about you and your plans. It is about you and God from start to finish. It's not even about what you do. Rather, it's about your relationship with God. And Jonah determined that he was going to move out of the presence of the Lord. I'm not sure about you, but this harkens all the way back to the book of Genesis for me. I'm thinking about Adam and Eve going out of the garden of Eden, out of the presence of the Lord. I'm thinking of their son Cain, uh, who went out from the presence of the Lord. Uh, what a miserable existence it is to be outside of God's presence. And how beautiful and wonderful and special it is to be in God's presence. And now someone may say, 
What does it mean to go out from the presence of the Lord? I thought God was everywhere. Well, He is. In a very real sense, you're never out of God's presence. Hebrews 13, 5, the Lord promised His children, His followers, that He would never leave them and never forsake them. If you read Psalm 139, the psalmist said, If I ascend up into heaven, thou art there. If I make my bed in hell, behold, thou art there. If I take the wings of the morning and dwell in the uttermost parts of the sea, even there thy hand will lead me. Uh, he is the ever-present God, the all-present God. Uh, so we're not referring here to whether God is omnipresent or not. In fact, no matter how far you run from the Lord, no matter how far into the far country you may be, God has trailed you. Goodness and mercy will follow you all the days of your life. When the Bible says that he rose up to flee from the presence of the Lord, it means he was running from the conscious, ruling presence of God in his life. In other words, he had determined that he was not going to stay in the center of where God wanted him to be. I believe this phrase, the presence of the Lord, literally means the place of unbroken fellowship. It's the place of spiritual power and divine blessing. It's not geographical. It's not circumstantial. It's spiritual. God was everywhere. God was in Israel. He was in Nineveh. He was in Tarshish. He was in Joppa. He was in the boat. He was in the fish. He was on the shore. It was not about where God was. It was about where Jonah was supposed to be. Don't miss this. This was not just about Nineveh. It's never just about your destination. It's about your direction. You see, every person is moving one of two directions in life. And I want to ask you, which direction are you going today? Uh, the Bible uses this little word, from. From the presence of the Lord. From the presence of the Lord. If you come to the end of the book, Jonah chapter 4, verse number 2, he prayed unto the Lord and said, I pray thee, O Lord, was not this my saying when I was yet in my country? Therefore I fled before Natarshus, for I knew that thou art a gracious God and merciful, slow to anger and of great kindness, and repentest thee of the evil. Now ponder that just a moment. That's the God he was running from. He was running from a God who is gracious, who is merciful, who is slow to anger, who is of great kindness, and who repents of doing evil to man. Think of that. That is the good God Jonah is running from. And may I tell you, if you're running from God today, that's the God you're running from too. You're moving in the wrong direction. So here's the bottom line. Every person is either moving from the presence of the Lord or to the presence of the Lord. Which direction are you going today? You see, the presence of the Lord is a place of either the greatest joy or the greatest fear, depending on your relationship to that presence. You see, when you have sin in your heart, you don't want to be in the presence of the Lord. That's why people run from church. That's why people uh, forsake old Christian friends. That's why people don't want to talk to the preacher. That's why people neglect their Bible. That's why people stop praying. Why? Because when there's sin in your heart, you don't want to be in the presence of the Lord. It convicts you. The light shines on the filthiness within. So you run from the presence of the Lord. Oh, but when your heart is right, you want to come into the presence of the Lord. You don't rush into that presence, and when you get there, you don't want to rush out. No, you want to go deeper and deeper into His presence and communing with God, and knowing God, and loving God. And so I ask you again, which direction are you moving today? You are either going from the presence of the Lord or you are going to the presence of the Lord. That's true of men on this earth in general. For example, when you leave this world, you're going one of two places. You're either going from the presence of the Lord 
That's what hell is. It's eternal separation from a good God. Think of that. To be separated from God forever from the presence of the Lord. Or if you know the Lord as your personal Savior, you're going into the presence of the Lord forever. Praise God. I hope that's true of you. If it's not, call on the Lord today and be saved. Trust Him now to be your personal Savior. But what's true of every man is also true of every believer in the here and now. And that means that you and I today are either running from God or we are seeking to go deeper and deeper into the presence of the Lord. May I challenge you and leave you with this simple thought today? Run to Jesus, not from Him. He's a good God. All the goodness of God leadeth thee to repentance. Think on how good God has been, how good God is, and all the goodness that God has for you. And I think it will help draw you back nearer to God. Do not make the terrible journey that Jonah made. It's the longest journey in the world. The journey from the presence of the Lord. Thank you for joining us today for this time in God's Word. For additional messages, resources, and helps for your Christian life, visit us at scottpauley.org. We hope you will share the broadcast with a friend and plan to join us again next time on Enjoying the Journey.